Welcome to The Horse, a show hosted by longtime Yukoners Dan Bushnell and Jenny Hamilton. On this show, we talk to a diverse collection of people about living in the Yukon, what brought them here, why they stay or have left, but mostly, we like to talk about what truly makes them tick. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show coming to you from the Yukon's capital, Whitehorse, or as it's known to the locals, The Horse. Dan, how are you? Oh, I'm good, thanks. Good. <laughs> Feeling good? Oh my goodness, yes. Yes. Yay. So good. Yay. We, um, we're going to discuss comedy night. Yeah, comedy nights are fun. They are, well, usually, I always have fun. I try to have fun. Well, I mean, you're, you're there being the fun. You are the fun. That's the, that's the hope. <laughs> <laughs> I love comedy nights because it's. You get to hang out with my comedy buddies, who I, I adore. I have to say, the 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 comedy fight club night where you got me to judge. Yes, thank you for being the bad guy because that was the part I was like, I, don't I know. dug it. It was awesome. It. Yeah, it was. You fun. know, I am a person that gets terrible stage fright. Right. And for some reason, I was very comfortable. I think it's because I put us all on the stage. I think I think it's because there. Yeah, we were all there at once. Yeah. It didn't, um, it wasn't, the focus also wasn't me. Well, and I know, to be fair to the comedians that uh, volunteered to be in that show that, um, I, in my brain, I was like, oh, if it goes like this, it'll be good. It went better because of them, ultimately, because they were people that were like, fuck it, and went for it. Yeah. Instead of resisting. Putting them on the stage, because the last three rounds, they learned about it as soon as I told the audience. I made it better. I think it did too um, because that's what happened to me when I had to do those tasks throughout yeah. my career. Um, but having them on the stage together, first of all, it saved time of people coming up and down, um, but it, it felt like games. 100%. And yeah. also too, like the people that were sitting and not at the mic yeah. were laughing and Oh, yeah. Talking with each other. And like, I think it made the whole thing better. Yeah. Well, see, and it, it kind of gives a little taste to the audience. Uh, we, I, I, it was the concept a little bit was we always talk as comedians, like, we should get together and just, you know, shoot the shit and try some games and play and blah, blah. And we never seem to fucking do that because life comes on. Yeah. We do take the time to do shows together. And I thought, and there's some of the best parts of comedy night for me is backstage. Before the show and after. I And I try to take a little bit of our green room and I just put it on a stage, which is why I had everybody stay on stage. I which think is, that's 100% yeah. of the case. And it, when, it's, when somebody's performing, the green room comes out and sits at the back or stands at the back of the show. So you might hear a comedian laugh, but at this whole show was pretty much somebody performing and their cohorts and buddies fucking laughing and egging them on and it was fun I thought it was really fun and there's a difference between um, uh, seeing that kind of interaction and seeing one person perform absolutely and the interaction adds yeah it did that night for sure you know what um, it's the best part of improv right combined with stand up right because I am a person that really really appreciates improv 
I do too. And I am not great at it. I'm getting no. better. I'm learning. But, but I really appreciate people who can do that. Oh, I appreciate it too. But I don't love watching it. Not always. You know, like sometimes it's great. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, okay. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's the yeah. difference between somebody who's a master at it and somebody who's still learning. Yeah. Because almost anybody sucks at it. I used to say I sucked at it. I'm just, just still learning. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is a fucking hard craft. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, you do it as a stand-up, too. That's the part I called off the cuff. Somebody's throwing it something at you, and you either ignore it or you go into it. Or it doesn't yeah. even have to be from stage. You're just hanging out with your buddies, and a topic comes up, and you decide your brain goes, well, we're going to make this funny. It was hard to not heckle. <laughs> from the stage? Yeah, it was like, I got a mic. I didn't say, what the <laughs> fuck I want right now? To start heckling these right. dudes. Right. Well, and that was it. It was our first time trying it. And it was either going to... And that's the beauty of the guild. If it sucked and it didn't work, they would let us try again if oh, we wanted for sure. to. Connor, did he used to have long hair? No. That's his younger brother, James. James. that You know what? I, the whole time I was like, it's the Boyle brothers. Yes. And um, I was like, oh, yeah, we've met before to, to Connor. Right. And he was like, oh. I don't think so. And I was like... You've met James. I thought you were James. Yeah. Because James I've actually chatted with. Oh, yeah. Like more than once. And um, I was like, oh, he just cut his hair. Yeah. No, it's because of those goddamn beautiful mustaches they both the carry. fucking mustaches. Right? I'm telling Connor's you. Connor's got darker hair. When Reed said the thing about the Flanders bit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Bang. That's all I right could on. see. It's all I could see afterwards. I was just like, what? Right? And that's the beauty, right? That like, was the beauty. Yeah. And only comedians seem to be able to fuck with each other right that way. Right to it. Like, just right to the bone of it. I was just like, yep, right? that's what it is. Yeah. Makes yeah. you look like Ned fucking Flanders. <laughs> um, and we but, all know Ned Flanders, but yeah, Reed caught it. Reed caught it. Oh, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. And I had a lot of fun. And like everyone I talked to afterwards was like, said that it was one of the best comedy nights they've been to in a long time. And I will and be honest with you. I was um, nervous through the whole thing, not because it was a comedy night, but because it was a new idea that I had pitched and had never been done. So you got, you know, the producers, the guilders going, well, and I don't want it to fail, especially when I have other people involved. Okay. So two things. Okay. Two things that I have to apologize for. No apologies. It oh, was no, comedy I'm apologizing. <laughs> oh, it has nothing to do with that. Oh, okay. So I, heading in, decided I was like, I'm going to have a couple of drinks at home. Right. Before I get there. Right. Because you're scared of your stage, right? Because I was like, I didn't know I was going to be on stage, but I was like, <laughs> I do know I'm going to have to say something. Right. In front of the audience, which right. means I better get my shit. A little bit lubricated. Right. And uh, so I (laughs) was going to drink something before I left the house. Right. But then I forgot. Okay. And so Sarah was like, okay, I'll see you in the car. And I was like, yeah. And I grabbed a bottle of gin and I just had a huge pull off of a bottle of gin and was just like, that's fucking awful. Gin is not a shooting beverage. It's not a glugger. Not a glugger. And I was just like. I was like, that's not okay. Right. Um, So that was a problem. And then I ran to the fridge because I had to deal with the fact that I just chugged some gin. Right. And I grabbed a hay all. Okay. And from my front door. Right. To the car. Slammed it. I slammed it. Right. Like I, I would drink that like an angry teenager, you know? (laughs) Right. Slammed it. 
with right. enough time to like get it in the recycling bin. I was like, right. I was like, doo, 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 bang, right. in the recycling bin in the car. Right. Sarah didn't say a word, but she shook her head. Right. You know, then, so by the time intermission hits. Yeah. I had kept drinking steadily. Yeah, no, I saw. And the folks at the guild were very nice where they were giving me every second drink free. Because they're awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, no, you're I was also tipping hundred percent. Yeah. So, I mean, it was like, mm, technically yeah. it's free, but I, you know, yeah. anyway, but yeah. so I, it's all uh, an intention, right? Yeah. You know what? And I, I super appreciated it. Yeah. Like, and, uh, was very grateful. And by, by the time we went out for intermission, mm-hmm. I was good and drunk. I know. <laughs> I was good and drunk. Cause I was standing there with you and I, Otis. Well, and I immediately was like, <laughs> Otis makes me laugh. And I coughed, sneeze coughed or whatever it is. Right. Hey, all, all over Jenny, all over you. And I was just like, oh, that's gross. And like, we're right on the tail end of COVID. And there's a flu in town that's making COVID look like a kitten right, right. now. And right. I'm just like the worst biohazard ever. Then I'm like, Otis, give me your vape. And Otis is super germaphobe. I know. He is, and, I'm, right? and he's like, are you sure? And I was like, give it over. <laughs> Couple things there. Yeah. One. Yeah. I only smoke pot that is like pretty much straight CBD. Or, yeah, and a tiny, yeah. You, or a little, or balance or whatever they call yeah, it, and where it's, it's balanced, a little bit. It's usually never over 10% yeah, each. Yeah, smokes fucking jet fuel. Well, and he's, well, yeah, because it's got to be at least 75 to 80% of the vapes. Yeah. You know, he but he also smokes live terpene, tasty, good vape. He's very... Yeah, he's got a good taste for that. So when I hit Otis's vape, oh, I know. So then I was there for that I was just a fucking mess. Right? I just saw you go. <coughs> I, was like, I was just a mess. Awesome. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, because you said on stage, I fucking hate you. Did I? Yes. <laughs> oh, I was like, time. okay, but do your job, buddy. <laughs> Which one's going? Uh, Which I was so grateful for because those are that's my comedy tribe and. To have that disconnect, you, you know, know what? have the audience choose. I really you did. say the word. I really did try to listen to the audience. And, Me too. And, and pick that out. Yeah, and sometimes I think it was really tough because it was so close. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it was really tough. But then uh, afterwards, Sarah said that the crew of folks that she was sitting with, and she was sitting with like seven people. Yeah, we're all like, "Oh, that was the right choice. That was the right yeah. choice." Yeah. So I mean, that's yeah, and it's always hard because it's not like we are. <laughs> the group from I don't know what reality show. Yeah, some show. You're not some judge that don't know these people. We yeah. know all. We all know these people. Yeah. Um. But it was fun, and and I I think that that gives us uh, a chance to do it again. Oh, in the future. I think it was great. Yeah. yeah. Different games. We'll do different games. The last podcast we were talking about spicy chicken nuggets. Right. And we ended the podcast with me heading downstairs. Right, right. Which remember how you said it? They weren't that spicy, but uh, they might have been. <laughs> they might, they might have been something. Right. But I've never tried them because of that. Your downstairs oh. bathroom is my favorite. Oh, thank it you. has the best towels in the house. Thank you. I decorated it myself. Very interesting towels. Good decorations. Mm-hmm. And a collection of Mad books. Right, Mad magazine. You know, people like. I think people really missed out. Yeah. Not seeing Mad today. Right. You know, like Mad is still around a bit, but it's, but it's not the same. It's online, print, I think. Print is not what it was. No. And that's a fucking shame. Yeah. Because like the fold-ins on the back of Mad Magazine. Right. 
Loved it. Yes. I still have Loved some it. Mad Magazines somewhere in my house. Yeah. The actual magazines. These are the little books. They're, they're... I saw a dude on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I don't go on TikTok often. Right. But occasionally I'll get a notification or some, I say a notification. Someone will send me a text and be like, you didn't respond to my message on TikTok. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. I'll get to that. That was Elizabeth, by the way. That's this That's is bang on. I knew that was sounds right? just like her. You didn't respond to my my message on TikTok. Yes. Have a look at my cat Nuke. Very good. Yeah, that's Elizabeth. Yes. It's yeah. to a T. It is. Yes. If I yeah. close my eyes. Yeah. Right. And plug my ears. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I saw this TikTok where a dude went to a bookstore. Right. And he bought um, a Where's Waldo book mm-hmm. and then like photoshopped Waldo out of every single picture <laughs> right? and then printed them and glued them back in the book. Oh, that's so just so glued mean. new pages back in every with no book. no Waldo. With no Waldo. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> it's a but definition of evil. It is. I But it's something that it. Mad Magazine would have done. Absolutely. I, it strikes me as mad kind of humor. It is. Yeah. You know. Or who's? They- or they would have Waldo grow up and cut his hair and put it, you know, and then just blend in with the crowd. You know, I loved Waldo because of looking at all the little images, which always made me think about, um, uh, I'm going to say his name incorrectly, but Sergio Argones. Right. Yes. From Mad, right? Yes. And Spy versus Spy, blah, yeah. blah, blah, right? And all the, yeah, all the cartoons. But he did in the little the... cartoons in the borders. And oh. those cartoons in the margins. That's what I live for. Me too. Yeah. That was my shit. Yeah. So like, if I, every once in a while, they put out a book of just those. I loved it. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Becky's always like, why do you still have these? Oh, Becky. I'm like, she didn't read Mad Magazine then. You know, but she should have. Yeah, she might have. It I'm, had something for everybody. It did. Yeah. But, you know, she's grown up and mature and bitter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't think Sarah was a big Mad Magazine reader. Well, they were busy at Pony Camp. Goddamn Pony Camp. <laughs> we had Mad Magazine there's a strange, at the library. There's a strange thing because, like, Sarah's not a person that reads Mad Magazine. But in many cases in our relationship, right? she's been the one that's a little bit more wild. Okay. And yeah. um, nobody assumes that right or believes it but it's 100 the case right where like there's an assumption that i'm this crazy person <laughs> and i'm just not okay i'm like i'm a weirdo yeah. and i think people mistake that i think people do yeah because i would class myself as a weirdo too yeah, yeah it's like i'm weird i'm not gonna do something that's gonna endanger me no like and i'm on purpose and i'm chill af yeah you want to have like invite me over to do something have me come over and watch tv and don't talk to me while we do it exactly i'm thrilled that's a great (laughs) night for me it's like oh my god i love watching tv with people that don't ruin the plot that's how i made friends all my life let's go to the movies yes the ones that talk through it you know no, what? It we're was, not. We're it never was going fun. Again. It was fun. We just will never do this again. Yeah, it's like you have just moved into the into the camp of the acquaintance for yes. me. You know, yes. we're acquaintances, not friends. Now, when we came out of the film, yeah, then sure, let's fucking talk about this show. You don't talk through it. You don't talk through a show. No, don't ask me about the fucking plot of a show neither right. of us have seen while it's happening. I guess I I broke my own rule with Becky. No. Yeah. Can we shut the fuck up? No, Sarah too. You know what? 
now she's <laughs> well i watch certain things and becky will just talk about other stuff in the show she's getting better though because I, I just don't answer now i have like the most passive aggressive responses to that stuff right where sarah will start talking to me in the middle of a show and i just go <sighs> and then i pause the show <laughs> and then i sub and go mm-hmm. well that's and good. I respond. But I make a huge sigh. <sighs> and I pause it. And then I chat with her about it. That's awesome. And then I just hit play. When, and I'm like, are we good? Yeah. And I hit play again. She does it to me too because I, I listen to audiobooks while I draw. Okay. And uh, I um, draw a lot. Yes. Like enough that it's problematic if you're trying to have a conversation with me at my house are you one of those people that has to be able to concentrate on one thing at a time no i need two things yeah see when i'm even when i'm writing i need music yeah i need two things and I, it's if people becky's like how can you do it because she's like if i'm if she's doing math or something no. she needs pure quiet no different no, kinds no. of brains and i have to distract my brain me too yeah so i mean when i'm drawing there's a, there's something playing the whole time yeah but then Sarah will come in and just start talking to me. And that's one distraction to And it's like the drawing doesn't take away from what I'm up to. But the, but now I can't hear my book. Yeah. Because you're talking to me and you're wrecking me. And then I have to pause my book. Yeah. And God damn it annoys me. <laughs> and so I make a big thing of it. Yeah. Where she comes over and she's like, so, you know, I was just in, and just starts talking with me about something. And I just go. I pick up my whole drawing table thing that I use on the couch and I set it down and right. I get my phone out and I very exaggeratedly pick it up and like, <laughs> yeah, like I point it like I'm trying to dunk a, a, like a big skyhook basketball where it's like my Ooh. arm comes from the other side of the couch and hits the pause button right? on my story. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, yeah, sorry, right? I couldn't hear your words on the count of I was doing two things at once already. <laughs> yes. Well, let me stop everything and right. just give you the attention. You yes. Deserve. And she's okay with that, though. Fuck no. She hates it. Oh, does she? I mean, Becky's like, it. yeah, no, good. No, I'm glad you stopped. Let's face it, I'm a jerk. And when I do it, Sarah's like, mm. mm-hmm. this is one of those things where we were watching a show, what was it? White Lotus. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got to kind of pay attention. Yeah, we're watching White Lotus. So yeah. and there's this character who's like, I'm a nice guy. And, and, and women always say they want a nice guy and blah, 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 blah. The, the old nice guy thing. Right. It's just like, look, man, you incel sounding son of a bitch. Shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> right. And it's like, maybe it's not that you're a nice guy. Maybe it's like you're slightly pathetic. Yeah. But one of the things with me is I've always been enough of an asshole. Right. That I've never had to worry about it. Yeah. People are like, oh, women don't like nice guys. I'm like, not a problem. Not a problem. Not a problem. I'm yeah. a jerk and a half. Yes. But I was thinking about that, though. It's like guys are like, oh, I got friend zone. Last time somebody said that to me was at the shop. Okay. And I said, no, you didn't. You got told no. And I was like, if you think that somebody's saying they just want to be your friend is a problem, then you were never that person's friend. Right. Which means you weren't friend zone. <laughs> and good for them. Because they you're it. not their fucking friend. No. You were asshole. in that for one reason. Yeah. Yeah. And you're an asshole. Yeah. You're a jerk. You're not some nice guy. Yeah. You went into that relationship with a fucking agenda. Yeah. When the agenda didn't work your way. So. You threw a tantrum like a baby. So he wasn't honest. You're, nobody's ever honest with that shit. Aren't, aren't they? Aren't, well, aren't some guys honest about it? And then 
people are like, well, he's a jackass. And women are like, well, at least he was honest. Because then I, you can make that choice. I think so. I think if you're like, I'm well, here I, for- don't th- I actually don't think I can just be friends with you. Right. I was actually interested in a relationship. And I don't know if I want to just have that relationship. Like, that's just being straight. That is. That's that's not, I know, and then some people, like, some people are like, well, like, he's just an asshole for thinking that. But no, he was, at least he was honest. Yeah. Or I she mean, was honest. Who's an yeah. asshole is a person that goes, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they try to, like. Make you the bad guy. Yeah, and they try to finagle it down the road because they're going to ruin that friendship anyway. Right. Where at least Because the they're other, never going to stop trying to get some. Yeah, at least the asshole you're going to run into down the road, they're going to be in a relationship. You might be in a relationship and they're like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Because yeah. they were clear and honest with you. There's enough fucking people in the world. I don't have to be everybody's friend. Yo. Right? I get that. I not get remotely. That. No. Like, and not everybody wants to be your friend. No. And it's, you know what I struggle with? Like, but I don't want, I'm, I mean, I'm, I've never wanted to fuck somebody who wasn't my friend. I remember mm-hmm. in high school, I was like, ew, you can't date him. He's your friend. I'm like, you just rather fuck strangers. I never understood that. I, it might be a straight thing and I don't have that part of the brain or I don't know about the strangers thing, but I've definitely I know it was popular up here. <laughs> I mean I like I've definitely have been attracted to a stranger. Yes. But I have also definitely wanted to have sex with people very specifically because we were not friends. Okay. okay. Where it's like So it was just like a physical thing. You didn't want to marry that person. You were no, thinking You know what? You actually wanna have sex with them specifically because you think they're a jerk okay well that i get that i understand there's something about like angry i don't like you sex right like people break up to have have the best sex of their lives oh yeah well you can get that just by having sex with someone that's an asshole like that you're like that person sucks that i get i i understand not having a relationship yeah with people that Whatever. Strangers is weird though. Well, yeah, or yeah. people that you kind of know and are attracted to, but having a relationship, like a long-term relationship, was always kind of you know when you were younger, you're a teenager, and it was you know my girlfriends were like, oh god, I know him too well. <laughs> He's my friend. I can't fuck that. I definitely, I definitely had a touch of that in high school, where um, if I really liked you and we were friends, I wouldn't have sex with you. Were you scared to fuck up the friendship? Yeah. Okay. You know what it is? Honestly, that comes down to me not really liking myself. Right. And being in a place where you're like, didn't trust that if somebody, because I didn't think that I was somebody worth liking myself. Right. When somebody put me in a position that made me feel vulnerable. Because they liked you? Because they liked me. Right. It confused me. Yeah. And made me feel super unsafe. And I think that's normal when we're teenagers. Yeah. It's when you hit your 40s and you're still doing that. Yeah, that's weird. That's, you, you something's know, wrong there, I, I believe. Or, it's or one of those developed. things where I heard somebody say the other day, and I'm going to terribly misquote it. But it's like when you're a kid, yeah, it is fair for you to have an expectation that other people help you solve your problems. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And when you're an adult, they're your problems to solve. Well, you should be the one helping You're the, the one responsible now. Yeah. You're the one that has to do it. So, I mean, you cannot sit around after the age of like 20, I'll say. Right. You know, like you can't sit around going, oh, and everybody needs to fit. No, man. Like, no. That's on you. At yeah. a certain point, 
go to counseling. Now I will get a therapist, work on yourself, do the fucking work. It's no one else's job. Always ask for help if you need it. You know what? There's, but there's shame in not asking for help. There's no shame in asking for help. No, always ask for help if you need it. But yeah, once you, like you said, hit 2021, also be considering that these problems are yours to solve. That's right. So ask multiple people, get a couple different answers and make a fucking decision. You know, and, and that's how you learn. And I can go off all day right. about difficult childhoods. Yeah. I will, I will like, I will play trauma porn with anybody. Right. Yeah. No, we know. I, I, for those know, of you who listened to the last season. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? We've touched like, on I've that. I've had yeah. a difficult life. Yeah. I've had a lot of hard shit. Right. Speaking of which. Right. I uh, saw this guy that was like <laughs> talking about about that isn't character building that's called trauma congratulations now you're funny ah, which i was like hilarious oh, yeah. but um <laughs> but you know so i mean like i had a difficult childhood yeah i definitely had moments with my parents yeah i fully accept that my shit at this point is not my parents fault oh no shit it's my fault yes absolutely. i can't blame somebody for something that happened 30 fucking years ago right okay yeah if i've been carrying that bag for 30 years that's on me when i was completely capable of putting it down oh at at so many times yeah you, there's a time limit to how long you can blame your parents right before you just have to accept that that's yeah you, you start letting that shit you go. didn't do the work well you know you what and i'm not and saying that parents didn't make mistakes and that maybe every parent makes a mistake yeah, well, all childhoods suck they, at some point but there's shitty things in everyone's childhood but if you're hitting say 35 and you're not looking back or seeing your parents and seeing any kind of gratitude i'm not saying every you know for the the average childhood you know what? I'm sure there's some out there that are just like no, yeah, and I, you know, I don't condolences. Believe that, I don't believe that any situation is like whenever we go through something difficult. There's the thing, and yeah. there's what we take away from it, yes. and there's how we move through it. Yes, and if you take away something from it that you may not even see for a year, right? But I mean, most situations a year later. Are kind of okay, if yeah. not towards funny. Yeah. Well, right? That, that's the trauma you plus know, time. That's the thing, man. Yeah. And like, But it's only funny if you've actually dealt with it. You have to move through it. You have yeah. to work on it. And that's my thing. What are you taking away from this and how have you moved through it? Yeah. Because like otherwise, you know. And if you are in your 30s or 40s and you're still doing this shit, it's not like, fuck you, you're done. No. Do it now. It's go and get some help. Yeah. Because what I'm hearing from that. Yeah. Is that the help that you've been getting or what you've been trying to do to move past that is not working has been ineffectual. Yeah. So you need to do something else. Yes. Right. And at a certain point, if you've had the same problem for too long. Yeah. That's on you. Well, you know, and I, I love seeing that. Like my uh, my uh, funny buddy, George Rivard. Mm. He actually said this on, I don't know, I think it was on Instagram, but uh some quote of, you know, I'm a, I'm a strong man now. I work through my shit. And he's like, if you work through your shit by yourself. And again, I'm going to misquote him. As, as he said, you know, as he had, you didn't work through fucking anything. Get friends. Get some uh, help. And because uh, a man or a woman who said to you, I fixed this on my own, is not healthy. You need to ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not going to see everything. 
Because if you did, you would have fixed it already. We tend to look after ourselves and protect ourselves. Well, as you should. It yeah, doesn't mean no one's going to protect you. If Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, mental health is a... Is a Something that we always have to fight for. Well, it's something that you always have to work on. And I think the problem is, like, if you are sitting there waiting for things to get better or waiting for someone to fix it for you. Right. Then it is never going to go away. And I think that's really my point. Yeah, always be a part of the solution. You have to be a part of the solution because no one can fix you but you. Even if you go and speak to a counselor. Yeah. Counselor is going to ask you what's up and their job is to help you do the work. Right, not do the work for you. They don't do the work for you. No. They're not giving you advice. They're not telling you how to fix it. Yeah. They're helping you Figure find your way through it. Yeah. Right? It's just someone helping to steer you. Yes. Just going, like helping to go, do you think that's the thing? Right. They're because giving, you also said this. Yeah, giving you new tools. I'm just sort of helping you kind of navigate it a little bit. Yeah. But in the end, it's still you doing that work. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm saying this is somebody who's had to do that work. And continues to do that work because it's healthy and uh, it helps you understand the people around you who maybe don't. You, you can see it in them. Yeah. You can see your old self in them. Look, man, and somebody like I'm definitely someone that has done a lot of work and has a lot of work to do. Right. And I've got to say, like, I'm almost 50. Yeah. This is a lifetime adventure. Oh, yeah. If you- You're not like. You're not doing that work for a week. Right. And going, oh, it was great. Yeah. You're not doing it for a year. Yeah. You're not doing it for 10 years. Because every single time you unpack a thing. Something else. You find something else in the case. You're like, oh. Yeah. What's, is this another luggage ticket? Right. I didn't know I had extra bags. Oh, there it is. There it is. You know yeah. what I mean? It just keeps bloody going. It does. It absolutely and, does. And then when, as soon as you make a realization, it cascades and you have a re- you're, you're like, oh. Is that why I did this and this and this and this? Yeah. And then you got to unpack that shit. Exactly. It's a lifelong process. It is, but it's worth it. Not only is it worth it, what else you got to do? You're right. What else are you doing with your time? Watching TV? Mm-hmm. You got a TV in your head. Watch that. Exactly. Some interesting shit. It is. Figuring out your weirdness. Figuring out all your weird your weird things. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I realize the older I get yeah. that like, there's certain shit that I'm just like, I don't get it. Like, I am not horrified by feet, okay? Okay. They gross me out. I don't see someone's feet and go, oh, that's gross. I don't mind if you touch me with your foot. I'd prefer it not to be your crusty heel. Right. I don't want to get cut with your toenail. Yes. Okay? However, I also don't want to put your foot in my mouth. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. What the hell is that about? I Like, inherently. Right. Like, there are certain kinks and I'm just like, what? Right. Don't pee on me. Yeah. If you have to pee on me because you're a toddler That's and you are and you can't hold it and I'm carrying you and right. you pee on me, okookay. Yeah. If you're an adult. Yeah. And that's your kink? No. Yeah, I guess it's... No. We're like, not, yeah. I mean, we can talk about it. Yeah. We can go... You can maybe pee on me in the shower. Right. You know, where it's like, uh, yeah, just... <laughs> as long as I don't really notice... 
You know, yeah. pee, pee on me on the sly. <laughs> right. Mix yeah. it with the shower just water so I can't me, tell you. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. you do you. Just, like, don't, you But, know. you know, those who are into it, good, good on you. But, and that comes from the same place right. as everything else. Yeah. Which is, like, who knows what happened in your childhood that makes you want to fucking, right. you know, have someone pee on you while you suck their foot. Like, right. But, I mean, you do you. Yeah. But and maybe that that's how out. you're working on your shit. Yeah. And like, so I'm trying to say, like, you can be kinky and weird and maybe that's you working on your yes. shit. Find a way through. Yeah. Maybe it's sucking a foot and getting peed on. I don't know. You're right. But, you know. But as long as it's, you know, you're both as long adults. As you're moving forward. And you're both consenting. Oh. Like, so don't pee on Dan and keep your feet away yeah, from if me. You're in a situ- if you're in a situation where you're sucking on a foot and someone's peeing on you and there hasn't been consent, <laughs> right? please write me Yes, and let me know how that came about. Yes. Because that's weird. If you still have the ability to write or yeah, think, like, yeah. What's going on there? Right. It's like, let me just, I'm just going to suck your foot. I don't want you sucking my foot. Take this. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know how that would play out. Right. That's how I imagine it. Oh, it's so crazy. Yeah, and I mean, and the foot kink is prevalent. Well, same it, with the pee kink. But was, prevalent is it? Is it, or is it just we know more about it because of the internet? You never hear about the boiled onion kink. What's the boiled onion kink? I don't know. I, I mean, just assume it's, I just it's, it's got to be one. Yes. You know, I bet if we Googled it or binged it or whatever the fuck. You know what? If you Google anything, it comes up. It comes up. Have you ever Googled something and it didn't? Yes. Isn't, and then I'm just like, oh, well, I guess yeah. that was the stupidest question. Well, the internet's never even heard of it. You know what? There are some times where you will search something on the internet and have it not come up. And right. it gives me a oh. lot of hope. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, not everybody's a fucking idiot. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, somebody will say, I, I heard that salmon are made out of plastic. And it's like. Mm-hmm. You know, or whatever yeah. the hell nonsense, yeah. right? And uh, you Google it to prove them wrong, and it's right. like, yeah, see, look, that's not a thing, right? No one actually believes that, right? You know, you can buy a plastic salmon, yeah, but salmon are not inherently made of plastic, right? You know, it's like the pigeons thing, where all pigeons are. What are what was that thing? Oh, never mind. Jenny. Yeah, are murder hornets real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I don't know. I don't what know. Do you mean? Japanese hornets. Yeah. Well, Japanese hornets, but that's what they are. Okay. The, we call them murder hornets. I know that was our first podcast, but I yeah. was thinking, you know, that's like almost three years ago. No, they're real. They're, and I was like, how can we never hear about them again? It's the, I believe it's called like the Asian blue-headed hornet yeah. or something. Are they still uh, an issue? I don't think they are here. Not at no fuck no, not here. I I or I'd live in the Arctic Circle, but, <laughs> further up. But yeah, they're a thing. Yeah, so it's, it's like the Africanized bee. Which is so funny. Like right. what we call the killer bee. Right. Is the Africanized bee, which right. is like goes back to a whole racist yes. scenario. Well, isn't it also like bees that came over on the boats? It was bees that, it was like, actually bees blame- that they purposely crossbred yeah. from Africa because yeah. they were very productive. They were also very aggressive. Yes. And then, right? And then, yeah. So they wanted the productivity of the, of the Southern bee combined with blah, blah, right. blah. Right. Well, I'm just assuming... And I was wondering the other day, I was like, haven't heard about murder hornets since we did our first podcast. And I was like, that's when COVID started. Was that they a- are real, though. I know they're real, like they're living things. But what I was about like, army ants? Is it still an issue? Remember army ants? Yes. Where like 
they were like cleaning out swaths of forest and right. stuff. That's done. I'd maybe like. I'm just like, oh god, was it the forest fires that took out all the killer bees? What about piranha? But yeah, there's still piranha. I <laughs> like how confidently you say. Yeah, that. yeah, it totally was. Killer hornets? I don't know. No, piranha? I, used, I had pet piranha. That's why. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. scary. They are scary. Yeah, yeah, they're and uh, but uh, also very beautiful. They remind me of toddlers. They do. Like just, one, one just starts. Destruct. One, you get one. One okay. started. You can handle it, but then you whip them up. Yeah. You whip up a room full of piranha. Right. It's just like walking into a daycare and dropping a box of cookies. (laughs) One tries. That's all. Feeding frenzy. (laughs) Feeding frenzy. Next thing you know. Yes. You're all being torn apart. Right. You should drop a spicy McNuggets down at a daycare. (laughs) Cure uh, that problem. I I got three spicy nuggets staring at me right now. And they're weirdly... They're weirdly lava rock looking. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm good. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to tap one on the mic? No, it's okay. I'm good. Yeah, I think the mic's good. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Awesome. You're, I think that's our time, is it? It is our time. That that alarm that went off <laughs> five, five minutes five ago. Five minutes ago was the alarm saying you're all pieces of shit. Right. Just meaning you and I. Yeah. Certainly not the four listeners we have. Right? No, not at all. We're so boring. The cats left. <laughs> I, you know what? I did look for them and I'm hurt. Yeah. I uh, yeah. feel like we should say hi to your dad. Hi, hey, hi dad. Hey, Norm. <laughs> oh, you're still listening. Thanks for listening. Right? Unless you canceled me too. You know what? <laughs> Who Good. wouldn't? People that, yeah, look. Okay, this is the last thing I'm going to say. Okay. If you cancel somebody, right. Shut the fuck up about it. Right. You can't if you, tell me. If you're canceling me and you don't want anything to do with me, then don't fucking take the time to tell me. Right. Right? It's just like you don't need to tell me that you don't give a shit if you don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> it's like, you know, like, I don't give a fuck. No fucks given. It's like if that were true, right. you wouldn't bother saying it because you would just be living it. Yes. You wouldn't be thinking about it. You'd yeah. be going about your day. The yeah. fact that you have to tell me that you don't care is direct evidence that yeah. you do care. People, the only way, reason I ever say that is because people ask me. If you ask me and I'm like, I don't give a shit about that. Because I don't care. Because I don't care. How do you That's get through different. that shit? I just don't when care. you're volunteering it, you, when you yeah. see someone's status, they're like, no fucks given. Right. You might as well just say, I care about everything please and I'm like, quite please. easily hurt. <laughs> Please validate me because I am, I'm very sensitive and I get hurt quite easily. Exactly. Don't hurt me. I'm going to put some walls up. Exactly. Because I don't want you to It's to okay. To, it it's okay to want to not to give a shit. Look, man, it's okay to not want to get hurt. It's yeah. okay to say, hey, I'm actually not okay with this kind of aggressive, angry bullying talk. Please right. don't do it around me. Right. That's fine. That's fair. Fuck. It's fair to establish a boundary. It's fair to say my ex mm-hmm. really hurt me, mm-hmm. really made me feel terribly, made me feel bad about myself, and I really need to not think about it. Yeah. And I really need to not talk about it. And I need everybody to just pretend that shit never happened because I got to let it go. Yeah. Still, yeah. It's because you can't just constantly think of one thing. Yeah. Right. It'll no. drive you mad. And the more you talk about it, the worse it gets. Yeah, so part of People healing. Like, I'm just venting. It's like you're not venting. You're, you're picking it. 
you're venting for a certain amount of time. For a minute. And then you're obsessing. Yeah, then you're picking the scab. Yeah. It's time to let it heal. Yes. And a part of healing and letting go is actually letting go. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry it. Yeah. Leave it. Yeah. Leave it be. Don't touch it. Get your fingers out of there. So do that or don't. I don't give a fuck. You don't want Honestly, if you're if you're getting any kind of advice from a podcast, especially this one, problem one, <laughs> right? Right? professional, yeah, professional, professional hell. Yes, awesome. Well, that's thanks, Dan. Yeah, yay. We'll uh, talk to you in a month. Sounds good. All right, All right. Thanks, Dan. Think about. Well, that's it for this episode. We hope you had fun and maybe even learned something. The Horse is brought to you by Molotov and Brick Tattoos and J.L. Hamilton Productions. Until next time, remember to be kind to yourself and to others. This was a Brain Freeze podcast.